Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In having spent the better part of my life communicating with sports fans in one form or another, I've always tried to be really respectful and at the same time careful in describing fans' feelings because a lot of times, just being honest here, fans are really misguided. They're thinking only of the game or the event that's right in front of them and nothing past that. Well, fans spoke up at the home opener yesterday, and the fans were right. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Patriots 17, Steelers 14. You don't need me to go over that, do you? Now, I didn't think so. I mean, there were a couple of things to like from it, but for the most part, it was a, it was a letdown. It was deflating after Cincinnati. I didn't even think, for example, that the team was anywhere near as physical as it was against the Bengals. And that's something that nobody's going to talk about because everybody's going to focus on the the biggest, the broadest, and of course the lowest hanging fruit that's available. That's the quarterback. That's the offensive coordinator. And that's where I'm going to go, too, because it kind of matters. Both of them do. At one point in the fourth quarter, after an especially ugly series, and that's saying something, the fans booed Mitch Trubisky coming off the field, and then a group of fans over to the right of the press box in the upper deck near the southwest rotunda started a Kenny, Kenny, Kenny chant that ended up getting really loud. Before anyone gets too judgmental about any of that, I'm going to point out that in the pregame introductions, and this is always Mike Tomlin's decision, the offense was the group that came out of the tunnel, and Mitch Trubisky was announced somewhere in the middle of the pack, which was striking in and of itself because It always, forever, was Ben Roethlisberger going last, and the PA announcer would yell out, and your quarterback. And in this case, it was Najee Harris coming out last. So Mitch goes in the middle of the pack, and he got himself quite the ovation. Anyone who's there can attest to this. They'll support me on this. 
So the crowd didn't go there for blood, for Mitch's blood. The crowd didn't go there hoping he'd fail, looking forward to him failing so that Kenny Pickett could become the quarterback sooner rather than later. Nope, not at all. What happened was that Mitch, through very poor quarterback play, earned the reaction that he got from the crowd, both in the booing and in the chant, because these aren't stupid people who just learned about football last year. This is Western Pennsylvania, okay? Everybody has football going through their veins here. They know what a good, winning, poised, precise, high-ceilinged quarterback looks like, and they know that he's the one who was standing on the sideline. It's the perfect time to advance your career and invest in yourself. Point Park University has lowered tuition on many master's degrees. Pay the same low master's price for courses online or on their gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus. Whatever works best for you. Choose from more than 30 Point Park master's and doctoral degrees. Save thousands of dollars with Point Park's reduced master's tuition. Visit pointpark.edu slash graduate. Now, before anybody comes back at me with, no, but the real problem is Matt Canada. The real problem is the lack of the running game. The real problem is the offensive line being so weak. Um, You know, here's how this stuff works. There's 53 dudes on this roster. There's a big staff of coaches. There's a lot of things that go into a win, just as there's a lot of things that go into a loss. When I choose a subject matter, it doesn't mean that I'm focusing on it as the only point of blame, although that's a very common response. I'm choosing this topic on this day because I feel it's important. I feel it's critically important to the franchise. I think very, very, very little of the quarterback play that we've seen through these two games. I don't even see signs from Trubisky that make me think, yeah, it's just a little bit of a slump or something he's going to come out of because it just doesn't have that feel to it. I'm seeing a guy that not only doesn't recognize things happening on the field, people, he's not even looking. I don't know how much of this shows up on television, but believe you me, if you're there in person, if you're there in person, and for those of you who are, please let me hear from you in whatever form, whether it's in the comments section or whatever, including if you think I'm wrong. He's not even looking. He breaks out of the huddle with everyone in the stadium knowing exactly where he's going. And it's often to a check down, <laughs> which should be his last option. He takes it because it's the safest one. This isn't someone who even looks like he wants to be an NFL quarterback at times, although I know better. And there's no one, no one, who will come out and even attempt to explain, at least not honestly, why this football team can't go down the sideline, can't go deep, can't even go across the middle the way you saw Mac Jones and the Patriots doing repeatedly yesterday. I asked Mike Tomlin, point blank, well, listen for yourself. As far as deep throws, uh, throws over the middle, is that just quarterback decisions? You know, um, they're a group that really specializes in minimizing 
big plays, uh, splash plays defensively. That's been their calling card. McCourty's been back there in the middle of the field for, for a long time, and so we knew that you know the game would be challenging from that perspective. Okay, that was a whole lot of nothing, right? Well, I asked Trubisky basically the same question. Call concepts to get receivers there, um, and when the coverage dictates that, get them the ball within that. Um, saw a lot of post high, so they usually backers sit in the middle, safety in the middle of the field. So we like our outside matchups. We've got really good receivers. We got really good talent across the board. Um, we'd like to attack all areas of the field and get the ball to our playmakers. So we could do a little bit better at everything for sure. And what was that first line about wanting to get the set patterns for the wide receivers or whatever? It's like he sounds like he's laying it on Canada, and there are some people that are going to jump on that and go, whoa, big controversy. There's no controversy. He's not anybody to generate a controversy. I don't believe he's going to be the starting quarterback within two, three weeks. He can't generate controversy over an OC who's not going anywhere, whether we like it or not, and I don't. The OC is not going anywhere. But the quarterback can and should And if this happens again, if there's more of this Thursday night in Cleveland, it had better be really, really soon. As in, while you have 10 whole days to prepare Kenny Pickett to face the New York Jets. When we come back, J1Q. time for just one question and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of luxembourg garbage kelly and george lgkg they represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need assistance with workers comp and medical malpractice claims the attorneys at lgkg have been designated super lawyers capital s capital l for the past 15 years and yes that is a real thing the super lawyer designation is reserved for the top five percent of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Tammy Money, and she asks, do you think it's possible, DK, that the Steelers have stressed to Mitch Trubisky so many times to not lose the game that he's making the short, safe throw every time to avoid making a mistake? I agree he lacks confidence, but is that due to the fact that he's been told his only job is to not make a mistake? Um, No. I did give him that benefit of the doubt following Cincinnati because it was an obvious situation there. The Steelers had gotten that early 17-3 lead. The defense looked like, my goodness. Okay. And by the way, one thing that we're going to be talking about this week is how different the defense did, in fact, look without T.J. Watt. And you can't, you can't state enough superlatives about the impact that he has on a football team, even when he's not there. You know, his impact just seems to be that much more noticeable. Anyway, where the offense is concerned, and Mitch, yesterday, Tammy was the perfect situation, the ideal situation in which to cut him loose. The Patriots had 
Same number of people up in the box that the Bengals did that every other opponent has had against the Steelers for a couple of years now. They were daring them to throw. Now, they were going to take away the deep ball, the splash ball, as Tomlin correctly pointed out in his answer to me. But that doesn't handcuff you to the extreme that you're throwing nothing but sideways, sideways, sideways. For anybody who doesn't know some of these numbers, they, they, they floor you when you start digging into them deeply. Trubisky's made 71 total passes through two games. 15 of them, in terms of their travel through the air, have gone either to the line of scrimmage or behind it, meaning basically, you know, like a lateral. And only 10 of them have gone through the air longer than 20 yards in the National Football League in the year 2022. And again, all you have to do is watch these games and watch Mitch's body language, watch the direction in which his helmet is turned to see that he's just looking for the check down. He's looking for the escape hatch before he even has a chance or he gives himself a chance to look at options A, B, and C. Believe you me, they're out there. And again, I'm going to lean on the people who were in the stadium who get to see everything, not just the fraction of the game that's shown on a television screen. You saw open wide receivers, open tight ends, downfield, across the middle, waving their arms. And you saw a quarterback never even look at them. Don't get me started on George Pickens. He at least didn't go jumping up and down and waving his arms the way Deontay Johnson did. But he probably should have at some point. He was running good routes. He was getting behind people, and he wasn't seeing the football at all. The one time he did on one of those routes, guess what? Really nice catch, 23 yards. Amazing how that works, huh? That's how you win games. To go to your point, Tammy, even if Tomlin is telling him, look, the only priority here is no turnovers, and even if Tomlin is telling Canada, hey, listen, you know, limit the stuff over the middle and let's be careful of anything that's deep downfield, that, that doesn't stop you from making the kind of passes that Mac Jones was making. The Patriots went across the middle nonstop non-stop, and they did that against a defense that a week earlier had four picks. They didn't care. They didn't, you know, go running and hiding under a table. So uh, to make the same point that I did earlier, Tammy, because this is really, really important after a, a game like this, it's a tough loss with a lot of different components to it. There isn't a single focus or a single finger to point there just isn't. The quarterback was lousy. The coordinator was lousy. The head coach was lousy. I thought the running game, other than a couple of spurts, was lousy. I thought the defense, in terms of their pressure and getting zero sacks, was lousy. I thought muffing a punt in that situation that Gunner did, Gunnar Olszewski, was really, really lousy. I thought Cam Sutton dropping an interception right before that was lousy. It goes. Across most of the roster when it happens, whether it's good or bad. However, I feel like the quarterback situation right now as a priority rises to the top. I appreciate the question. 
I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.